0: What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Apergini. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with another episode of Two TG. Uh, today, we're going to have our training talk here. Uh, but before I get into that, if this is the first time you guys ever listen to the show, uh, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys listening to it. Uh, we have different shows on here. We have a, what's your story where individuals come on and talk about their story and how they got in the industry and mentors. We have our safety talk, taking different incidents that happen in our industry. How do we improve them? How do we get better? How do we make it, our industry safe, safer? We have our gear talk. Uh, where we bring different products in, new products, old products. We compare products and what works, what doesn't work. What do you like? And having the manufacturers telling you the inside and outs of a lot of stuff, you don't know. And then we have our training talk, and that's what you're going to hear today. And this training talk today is something that I know has been asked from us uh, many times, which is preparing for private equity, okay? Okay. For all of you out there that have sold your company, looking to sell your company. Uh, these are things you're going to learn from uh, Mohit. Uh, we're going to talk to here in a minute from Claire Vest. And uh, you're going to hear what you have to do, what do you have to prepare for, what things is he looking for when he looks at your company and so on and so forth for that. But uh, before we get started, there's a fee. If you guys learn something, Listen, we don't get paid. Maybe Claire Vest is sponsoring this. I don't know. Maybe he cuts me a check, but he's not. <laughs> uh we just ask you to share the show. Pass it on. Tag us in it. Put it, get send it to a friend. This is how our show grows. This is how we do more episodes when you guys share it. So pay the mother effing fee, please. Thank you. Mohit, what's up, my friend? Hey man, welcome. What's going on? What's Have you ever on? done a podcast?
1: Uh, I have. I've done a few. Uh, you I've know, you just few. sound like a natural. I was going to have you start the whole thing off. I mean, Man, just a pure natural. not capable of what you just did there. I'm not what, capable. What, what kind of
0: shows <laughs> have you done?
1: Um, I actually think I did a Tree Care podcast, I want to say, a few years ago. Okay. I forget which. Uh, that might have been with TCIA itself. I, I forget. Um, mm-hmm. And then other industries we invest in. We're not just, in, uh, not just looking at the tree care industry, others as yeah. well. And I feel it's a great way to reach out. It is. share what we're doing. There's a lot of noise out there, right? So just want to be able to tell our story, yeah. you know, spouse a little bit of truth and, you know, kind of pay it forward a little bit, right? Exactly. So that's, that's the goal. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: so tell us, dive in, man. Let's, yeah. let's teach the world, teach the tree care industry across the, the nation.
1: Sure. So, um, as you said, Mohit Cancel, uh, a managing director at the Clairvest Group. We're a private equity firm, uh, based out of Toronto, Canada, invest globally, primarily in the U S, uh, been around a very long time, 35 years. Um, so we've done a lot of different investments over the years. I think it's like 50 different investments, different industries. Um, yeah. And really like the tree care industry. have been spending time, meeting with entrepreneurs, learning their stories, learning what's going on. So the first thing I would say is, um, don't be afraid of private equity. I think it's a positive thing, generally, for an industry, right? So fully aware that maybe 10, 15 years ago, private equity wasn't really around the industry, right? You probably didn't hear about it as much. Mm-hmm. But these days you're hearing about it more. I mean, even just walking around the show, I see people with uh, the nice dress shirts and the and the loafers. Probably, probably <laughs> some <nice> private <laughs> equity. Private equity. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not in the nice shorts yeah, and flip yeah. flops. Um, but I think it uh, it helps elevate the industry, if I was to say. Right? Helps further professionalize the industry. Uh, helps bring more money to it. Helps think about okay, how do we uh, think about more profits? How do we think about uh, more regulation, perhaps? And I think all these things end up helping the industry out because that means you can hire more, that you can pay people more, you can uh, help elevate safety. I think all these things come through. Mm-hmm. So I fully expect in you know, five to 10 years, I think just the industry will continue to grow and I think it's gonna be better as a result. Now, why
0: is private equity looking at the tree care industry or the green industry together more now than they did in the past 10, 15 years?
1: Yeah, so I'd say firstly, uh, just private equity in general is growing, uh, You know, in every industry almost to an extent, right? I don't want to get too statistical, but you know, of all the money out there, you know, if you look back and you know, you hear about low interest rates and the government printing money, some of that money ended up in private equity coffers. So they've got this money to spend, and they're looking at every little industry and niche. And tree care seems to be a very interesting one. Um, um, you know, some obvious stuff: the trees continue to grow, yeah, no matter what. You know, if we have mm-hmm. a big recession or whatever, the trees are going to continue to grow. Um, Stuff like extreme weather, you know, no surprise, you're seeing more hurricanes, more hailstorms, mm-hmm. all these sorts of things that's going to require more tree care services. Um, a lot of people like uh, the fact that they call it fragmented, quote unquote fragmented, which means there's some big companies out there, of course, you know, we know the names of them, but there's a lot of small companies. So what does that suggest? That suggests is maybe you can bring some of those small companies together and get what we call economies of scale, right? So. Mm-hmm. If I've got two small companies that bring them together, I can, you know, uh, split some costs. Right. So if I spend, you know, five hundred thousand dollars on some new fancy IT system, if it's two companies together, I only need to do that once versus twice. Right. Makes sense. Uh, more with your suppliers. Right. I could have more leverage against uh, whoever and get better deals. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll grow kind of no matter what, because the trees yeah, continue yeah. to grow. Uh, there's benefits of scale. Um, and it's, you know, it's just, that seems like a good industry. I mean, an, a side point, which I've observed, which is, you know, maybe less in the books, but it's also just a friendly group of people. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, people are nice. They're willing to talk, willing to listen and, you know, they're in life's, passionate Yeah. And in life is short kind of, and you know, there's different places to make money. You know, I think, you know, myself included, when I go in and meet with entrepreneurs and meet people, it seems like a fun, interesting industry. It's not a bunch of backstabbing, not a bunch yeah. of... Hey, why are you talking to me? What's, what's this sort of thing? Because so, how, how yeah. long
0: have you been in the industry, the tree care industry right now, talking I, to individuals?
1: like about, about three years, I think, three on years. and off. And, yeah. And
0: you've seen yourself just grow in knowledge and everything and learning this industry.
1: Correct. I have. Yeah. Um, and it's what I find it interesting is like, you know, you see no tree care company is the same, right? There's yeah. so many different flavors of a tree care company. Uh, at the highest level there's utility versus residential versus commercial, right? Yeah. And then every state has its own situation, right? And I was gonna say, California is like its own country. It is. <laughs> it, of, is. it is, In terms of like how the utilities operate, how big the market is. So there's many layers to it. Um, are you a prime? Are you a sub? Are you, you know, do you have your own workforce? Are you using subs? Like what's your strategy? Are you pricing on time and materials? Are you doing fixed fees? So it's very interesting and you peel the onion back and uh, part of my job is to figure out what is the, I think the secret sauce or the or part of the appeal is the companies who are winning and will win in the future and then try to back these guys to to continue that
0: now are you are you the one that make is making the decision if this is the company we want to invest in and partner with
1: uh, I have a lot of input into it so the way it works uh, which is probably not too different to most private equity is I have a small team who works with me and um, you know find the companies do the quote-unquote due diligence make sure it's it's what we expect. And then I bring that up to what's something called an investment committee, okay. which is where, uh, you know, people with a little more gray hair and more money in their pocket yeah, that they yeah, yeah. sit on. Um, and, you know, we have to write a memo for them and they approve it or not. So it's, you know, I've kind of put things forward and they ultimately approve it. How um, many, uh,
0: you know, what? what's the average that you're, uh, when you present to them that you get approved? What's your, what's I your would close say rate? It's pretty high. Yeah. It's pretty
1: high. Because um, you don't bring anything to them unless... Yeah. And, then we, and then we deal. have, you know, checks and balances along the way. Right. So it's yeah. not like, you know, I'm going to be talking with the company for six months and then it's a no. Right. Yeah. Like early on, we would have conversations internally and share information. Yeah. So we're not, you know, wasting anybody's time. Good. It's like more akin to like, you know, it's not too different from a tree care company bidding on a really big deal. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you're putting a big RF, you're running yeah. to a big RFP, you're going to be thoughtful on, OK, am I getting the right buy in internally and all these sorts of things to, to do that.
0: Let's, uh, you know, uh, preparing for private equity, you know, the title of this podcast and training go in and I want, I want to explain really what private equity is, how, how it works, you know, uh, where the money's coming from, who's looking at the company, who are the buyers. Uh, and then I want you to get into, talk about the things the company needs to be prepared for. Yeah. How it works, the conversation, just kind of step by step, you know, um, we've had this conversation before, just a step by step of how the process works and what do they expect. And then after the deal's made, yeah. what happens after that?
1: Look at you, man. And to end here, <laughs> let, me, let me, let me give it a shot. So yeah. firstly, um, so what is private equity yeah. really? It's just, uh, they're just funds. So you, as much as you might have in your 401k or in your own <laughs> retirement account, you'll put money into these funds. So private equity will often get its money from uh, really wealthy institutions or people with a lot of money, typically not individuals. So using us as an example, we call them limited partners. A lot of my money comes from uh, university endowments, big pension funds, uh, big insurance companies. These are folks with typically many hundreds of millions or billions of dollars, and they're trying to grow that money. So instead of just putting it in the stock market, they look for other things and we're one of those options. Exactly. So it goes to private equity. And then we have these funds. So, you know, bank X or endowment Y will say, okay, here, Clairvest, here's $50 million. Here's hundred million dollars. Yeah. And that's sitting in our coffers. And then we have the mandate to, you know, go, go find <laughs> yeah. companies, grow them up and sell them and get the money back. And you have this in kind of this cycle. Um, Cycles are typically 10 years. For us, it could be 12, 15 years. Everybody's a bit different, but it's the cycle of, you know, developing an investment thesis or an idea, meeting with companies, making that investment, helping grow the companies up, then uh, getting liquidity or selling out to then return that money back. So it's mm. this kind of this life cycle that exists and and then you kind of do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Start all over. Yeah. Um, so that's how it works. Every private okay. equity firm is a bit different, Good. but that's the the general way. Um, In terms of preparing for private equity, uh, I was gonna think of a few things. First, uh, really think about what you want. Uh, Maybe private equity is not the answer, but first just kind of do some soul searching, right? Um, Do I wanna be in this business for 20 years? Do I maybe wanna pass this business down to someone in the family? Um, Or do I wanna get some money out, right? Like, Just think about what you want. And if private equity is the answer, great, but sometimes it's not, right? Mm Often I have conversations with individuals who are really thoughtful and they have a clear game plan and they're saying, I'm going to pass it off to my son who's going to pass it off to his daughter, (laughs) et cetera, and it's kind of down. Um, But if you're interested in private equity, uh, again, I always kind of say three things. The first I would say is just get your financial and administrative situation in order, right? Um, Private equity, we'll get into the details. What do you mean mean get in that order? Give me an example. um, Having a good financial package, right? Closing your financials on a monthly basis in a timely matter, having the right key performance indicators or KPIs. Mm-hmm. So for instance, you know, I did five million of revenue last month and I made one million a profit and uh, four million was coming from these contracts and this and these many jobs and these were the pricing. Um, this is how much I spent on labor, so much spent on materials. Having good detail uh, to how your performance is working and what the drivers are uh, is paramount, and being able to show that historically on a consistent basis yeah. is going to be a focus of the private equity firm.
0: So, does private equity um, do they like maybe if the company has a third party that's helping them with their accounting, cleaning up their books on a monthly basis, and doing that, or do you see more you know they're doing it by
1: themselves? That's fine. Either either will work. Um, yeah. I would say if you're starting from scratch, maybe the third party is a good yeah. way to go um, because there's maybe less money you need to spend up front on it. You can kind of get your guidance. I've seen both work fine. Okay. Uh, but maybe uh, if you're starting from scratch, maybe it's a good start to get a third party involved. Okay. Um, um, and I would say financials is one, but other things as well. Um, making your contracts, making sure your contracts are in order. Am I uh, Do I have the right employment agreements with my folks, right? Am I kind of... Because again, private equity will ask for all the backup to all the contracts and all the financials, mm-hmm. So just making sure that's kind of all in order. Um, so I think once you've got that, uh, a second thing I think about is the team, right? Do you have the right people around you? Because uh, private equity uh, is going to think about, okay, growth is probably going to be on the agenda. <laughs> Growth's not easy and you need the right people around you, right? Yeah. You need to be really inward thinking, okay, is it really just me and I'm working with yeah. You know, I have no direct reports. I've got just me and then a bunch of other people. you think, okay, maybe I need to hire some lieutenants. Maybe I need to think about a head of HR, a head of financials that you talked yeah. about, right? Um, because you need to arm yourself with the right team because when you're talking to private equity, you need to point to individuals and say, hey, exactly. I've got her, I've got him, and this is how it's gonna grow. Um, and then the last thing is just a clear strategy. Like, what are you doing, right? What are you trying to do, again, to achieve that growth? Is yeah. it? I want to grow into that state. I want to grow with that utility. I want to make that acquisition." Um, because again, you need to articulate. Mm-hmm. And then the way I think about it kind of in reverse is when you're telling the story of your company, you talk about the historical, you talk about the future, then you point to the team and say, okay, this is how I'm going to go do it. And then you show the data to say, hey, I've done it, or I can yeah. clearly show the trajectory. So that's the way to do it. We've, you know, I find issues when there's broken links in that chain, right? And. You know, sometimes entrepreneurs are good entrepreneurs and they're salespeople, but they'll talk about a story and then the facts won't be there, right? You need to be able to back it up with facts, right? Um, You know, for instance, I'm going to grow into this state and that's it. And here's why, because I did that successfully three times in the past. Sitting in my shoes, that's very encouraging if I've seen that, right? Because it's, we're all about risk and return. If you've done it in the past, that lowers the risk, right? And it it, it increases the probability that you're going to do it again. So Hopefully that kind of tells the story of how it it works. It definitely does because, you know, individuals getting
0: in this industry and starting a company, um, you know, normally it's I'm working for a company. There's no more room to grow. And the only option I have is to go join a bigger company Mm -hmm. or start my own thing. And I know it. I've been doing sales. I've been doing this. I'm going to go start my own company. So they do. And then they build it up to a certain amount. Got it. It's usually owner, operator, salesperson doing it all. And they'll get to a, you know, 2 million, maybe 5 million. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they're like, okay, what do I do? I don't have someone I can pass it on to. What's my exit strategy? How do I get out of this? Uh, You know, eventually they got to retire and they want to pass it on to somebody. They want to sell it. But where do I even begin? Like, okay. Do I just call a private equity firm and say, hey, I want to sell? (laughs) Do I call another tree company? And that's kind of the point that stops them is, how do I get this ball going? You know, and then, you know, yourself coming along and your team, you coach, you lead, here's the things I need, here's what I'm looking for, can you put this together, I'll work with you. So how does a company get this process started? Do they call you? Do they just call 100 private equity companies? Do they find a broker to put them out for sale? Of saying, hey, can you find these twenty private equity companies? How do they do that?
1: Yeah, a good question. And it's it my answer would be like it depends, right? So I think first and foremost, like any topic, I would just encourage you to get smart, right? Um, how do you get smart on a topic? I think it's talking to folks in the industry. Maybe they already sold to private equity or in a private equity company. Okay, come to, that's events, great. Come to events like this, right? <laughs> At the TCIA conference, right? Like just get smart. It's a new topic. Just try to get smart any way you can, and there's you know, you can can even just get on the internet and watch YouTube videos, right? Just get smart before you jump in, Um, and then I would think about a third party third party advisor could make sense. Um, Talking to private equity firms that you know maybe your colleagues know or whatnot. That you know, I would just try to gather information and see. Um, That's good. I would say there's a little bit of left or right depending on your size, right? So if you're a bit. you know, I don't want to say in the bad thing, you know, if you're two to five million uh, revenue company, that's phenomenal. You got to that point. But that's that's probably less interesting to private equity from a, a new platform point of view. But maybe that's something where you might want to sell it up to a bigger platform that already exists or something yeah. like that. So yeah. I would say get educated, figure out what you want to do. And then maybe it's a broker, maybe it's a third party advisor. Um, but, it, you know, I would say, you know, as an example of the spectrum, right, if you were hey, I know exactly what I want to do um, or have a really good idea. Uh, I've really gelled well with a handful of private equity firms. Maybe maybe I just contact two or three and say, okay, yeah. I'm going to pick the best of these two or three. But if you're like, uh, I don't really know what I want. Uh, I'm open to many options. Maybe it's worth talking to a broker or third party advisor to help educate you a bit more and to bring more people to the fold. So That's it's, great. A yeah. it's, it's
0: a mix. Um, it's a, just like everybody in this industry. A- they got in and they just had to learn on their own a lot of times. They yeah. had some mentors around them. They asked questions. They read books. They yeah. went to trade shows. They joined, a, 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 they, they entered into a climbing competition and every year they got a little smarter. So, you know, for individuals out there looking to sell your company, ask around, ask your vendors, ask the people yeah. that know other tree companies go, oh, you know, Mike's tree service just sold. They sold to a private equity company. Let me connect you. And get on there And our industry is very giving. So people want to help. They want yeah. to direct you to the right person. And especially if a company sold and they like your company, man, come join our team. Come yeah. be a part of us yeah. on there. That's, that's important. Now, let me ask you this, um, time comes, they're working with you. Uh, you got all their financials, all their numbers, it's time to make a deal. I mean, how do you look, how do you evaluate a company to know how much they're worth and you know, what kind of deal you want to offer? I mean, is it a, a cash buyout? Is it a 50 50 ownership? Is it majority? Is it, you know, I mean, what does it look like? And I know there's a lot, but yeah,
1: yeah, you no, make it's a, deal? Uh, it's, it's half art, half science, I would say. Um, so that, that's half why heart, he, half science, half art, art half art. art. Oh, I thought you said half heart. That's like, maybe. I, <laughs> I feel it. This is the company I want. Maybe there's a bit of that, too. Um, th- that's why you would say it's just good to be educated about private. equity because There's so many flavors. Right. So if you're looking for I want to sell a piece of the business or maybe 50 50, it's a good reason to call us. Right. I mean, it's yeah. a bit of a commercial call, Claire But if you're looking to sell it 100 percent or you say, hey, I want to go into the night. That would, I think, kick off a different sort of cut set of conversations and maybe you want to sell to a a platform that already exists. Uh, So I guess that's what's different flavors of private equity who you might want to talk to. And that's why it's good to be educated in terms of like actually crafting the deal. It's like, again, every private equity firm is going to have their own way. But again, we've been doing this for 35 years. We have certain structures we look at. It's probably um, some multiple on cash flow, EBITDA, don't want to get too financially here. Maybe there's some structure to say, hey, if you hit your 24 numbers, it might go up. It might go down. Like you know, contracts. Yeah, let me see your diversity. All these sort of things have input, right? Like the uh, like the perfect company doesn't exist, right? Is it's you know exactly what the revenue and profits are going to (laughs) be over the next five years. You know the growth is going to be exactly like this. It's well diversified, amazing management team, like. This doesn't exist, right? (laughs) There's no, there's no, uh, there's no perfect company. But um, you kind of peel the pieces back, and this is where the art comes in, right? And maybe some feeling, right? Because that's what happens. Um, But you know, and it's it's part of it. But um, you know, some of it is feeling, right? And you know, it's we're not in a we're on the actuary business, right? It can't solve it to the nth degree. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, relationship matters. Like, do you actually get along with the people at the private equity firm as well? And to be honest, as much as you know, we might not admit that in the private equity world, like it matters. Again, I go back to life is short. Um, you know, I'm not going to do 30 deals in my lifetime. It might be like 10 or 15. So it's not like that many. Right. Um, so don't discount that. Right. Do you get along with this person? You know, the other thing I might say is, uh, just be transparent too. And I am just trying to thinking of things, you know, sometimes it doesn't go well is when people are hiding things. Right.
0: You're going to find, and you're going to out.
1: find out, um, and that just looks horrible on the company when there's like, because again, a bit of this is a building trust both ways, right? Yeah. And you don't build trust by hiding stuff, right? If you've got a customer who's not happy, just be upfront with them. Hey, they're not happy, but here's what we're doing to fix it, right? I've got this lawsuit happening, whatever, this employee was upset, whatever, just be upfront on it. That's and right. here's the issue, here's what I'm doing to fix it. And uh, when I hear that, it just helps build trust. And it helps, uh, you know, you're always thinking about, okay, when we do close, this is what I want to see, right? Because you know, you're going to see problems. Yeah. I want to see a management team or CEO who's like, okay, we ran into something. We're going to fix it. Here's what I'm going to go do. And here's how I need your help. And again, versus closing your eyes to the opportunity or just kind of lying about it. It's not, it's not helpful. Yeah. Especially starting the relationship off and you find stuff out. You're like, oh man, yeah, it's gonna I don't go know bad. if I trust you <laughs> start question. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And you know, with, with, with a, a yeah. private equity company coming in, yeah. it's not just hey we're buying a company just keep doing what you're doing you guys come and you support them support them on the financial side on the growth side uh strategies i mean you're you're part of the team with them but you still don't want to take away what got them to where they're at
1: exactly and i think that's another uh kind of flavor of a private equity right there's like do you like different structures do i want a minority deal 50 50 deal full sale there's also you know different different uh, like how heavy-handed do they get with the private equity firm right so Uh, Some, you know, maybe more family offices will just make the investment and kind of say, see you later, right? I might see you, you know, four times a year. You'll put on the numbers. I'm good. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's what you want because you think you got it handled. You're good. On the other side of the coin, you have folks who are very heavy handed, right? Mm -hmm. I've got, uh, you know, people on the payroll who've run companies before. And day one, they parachute in and things change dramatically, right? You hear about these things, maybe that's what you want, right? I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe you want- Some people do. Some people, hey, you know, your HR is changing, your sales process is changing, all this sort of stuff. We're somewhere in between, I would say, in that spectrum. And our DNA is more about partnering with the entrepreneurs. We don't have a one size fits all. Um, we've done, I would say, pretty much everything over our 35 year career to help a company. But, you know, and one company might be, hey, let's focus more on the financials and M&A. But they've but they've got the operations down, they've got a great growth plan, right? Yeah. Reverse. It might be, you know, they've done five acquisitions, they don't know financials, but they need help with hiring. They need help. So we're, during our due diligence process or when we're kind of in the dating scene, so to speak, we come up with a plan together and then we'll help where is needed um, to, to make that successful. That's,
0: that's good. That's good for that. So, you know, with your company, individuals listening. They contact you. I yeah. mean, how, how do they get a hold of you? What are you looking for in general? Give them just brief. I'm looking for companies over five million dollars. Yeeba does this. If you are and you fit in that, call me. Or you're going to be this very soon. We'll get the process started in the next year. You know, you're going to hit those numbers. Call me. Do they email you? How do they get in contact with you and your company and
1: reach out to you? No, oh, appreciate that. Appreciate the opportunity for a little commercial, yeah, here, so to speak, yeah. Um, I would say if you have more than $20 million of revenue and or more than $5 million in EBITDA, which essentially just profits, please do reach out, uh, you know, maybe on the on the uh, description and my email, but M-O-H-I-T-K at Clairvest.com, C-L-A-I-R-V-E-S-T dot com. Happy to respond, happy to to chat through. And if it's not for us, you know, hopefully you get some learning out of it. Right. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah. And I know like life is short. Happy to just chat too. If you're a bit smaller, please do reach out anyway. Come on. I'm happy to spend half an hour with you. And, you know, maybe to your earlier question, I don't know where to start on the journey. Happy to, you know, go through my internal checklist of 10, 15 questions. And maybe it's not us, but I could pass you on to someone else or recommend a few people to chat with. Right. No, no downside in that.
0: And I've known you for the last couple of years, guys. And, uh, he's a gentleman you want to chat with you're always friendly you're always answering any question uh you're asking a lot of questions too learning uh which i was always free to to give up those answers and to help you out too but Mm -hmm. guys easy to talk to i'm telling you don't be scared to call him give him a call send him an email he will help you out or give you in the right direction and maybe there's some other PE companies out there you know that you can maybe direct them towards it's yeah, looking for, sure. for a smaller company and, sure. and that or you know building this relationship uh everybody knows everybody in this industry so talking to these individuals they'll they'll direct you in the right path and introduce you to maybe some people that can help you guys out and you can help them at the same time
1: for sure and appreciate the the dialogue. I was willing to uh, answer my stupid questions sometimes but I've gotten <laughs> no. the the fill education at no. times yeah exactly
0: you know guys uh <laughs> preparing for private equity. Yeah. It's more and more we're seeing this in our industry. Uh, it's it's not out of the norm. Uh, it's something that I think is unifying our industry, helping expand it, helping to grow it, uh, putting us on the main stage, uh, which our industry was... A lot of people didn't know about it. And now investors and Wall Street and everybody's mm-hmm. going, the green industry, the tree care industry. There's a lot of money there and you can... You can have your legacy live on. You can get paid. You have a way out of retiring in this industry. So uh, if you guys need answers, reach out to me. Reach out to Mohit. Reach out. Research. Google. uh, Ask people in this industry uh, who they sell to. Is there anybody they need to talk to? Everybody's always willing to help. So I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing some of your knowledge. Uh, And remember, everybody, um, if you got something out of this, if you learned something, share it, tag someone, send it an email to somebody. Uh, But remember to continue to elevate the standard of this industry through safety, training and innovation. Till next time. See you guys. Bye.